This is I Rock with Rockstars, hosted by Ryan from I Rock 93.5. All right, well, my first question has to be, are you going to have a little TV up on stage tonight so you can watch the football game? <laughs> no, but I know one of us will have an iPad at the guitar tech stand watching it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, from Detroit, I mean, I know you're Lions fan and all, all yeah. Detroit sports fan. I will admit, you can end the interview right now if you want. I'm from Wisconsin, so I'm a Packers fan. It's understandable as long as you know that you're going to lose. <laughs> but, it's all, you know, it's what it is. <laughs> it is what it is, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, how do you, you know, we just talked that you are just going out on this tour. Obviously, you're out on the road a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you balance those other things in life, sports, drinking wine with the missus, whatever it might be, <laughs> and hitting the road for weeks and weeks upon end? Uh, it's, a, it's a balance, but... Um... I mean, we just had a couple months off off of the summer, and uh, we did a bunch of heavy touring in the the, the winter and the spring. And we had a couple months off in the, the summer, and now we got a heavy load from here till basically December. So that time off was nice to be able. To, um, like personally, I just I just bought a house, so being able to fix the backyard up and work on this this old this old house with my girlfriend's been been great, and to step away and be myself for a minute. But uh, while on the road, just having off days and being able to go find like trading card stores or um you know this weekend we're trying to hit a movie or you know just to have those those um feel like a normal person because when you're living on the road it's like you're sharing a a, a, you know 100 square foot apartment with seven other dudes it it gets uh it gets uh gets a lot it's a (laughs) lot sure yes you're not sucking back the liquid death as much when you're fixing up the house is that what you're saying right right Right. yeah yeah (laughs) i mean sometimes i'm sure you want to when you're just like oh my god Especially it's an older house. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. Every time you move something, something else comes around, right? Yeah, exactly. It's never ending, but it's fun. I love it. <laughs> it is. It is fun. Um, all right, well, let's talk music. I mean, let's just dive right into that. Uh, I mean, it seems like you... It feels like you guys have been around for so long, but you haven't. Like, I, I mean, to, to us, the, the listener, it's just kind of like, man, these... It's been this long, but then also you're looking like, wow, they're they're kind of a new band. But you just you're just going, man. I feel like we're in that. This December will be nine years, and uh, I feel like we're just in that that middle ground of like we're starting to get the string, you know, getting the hang of things of like knowing what it's like to be on the road for you know ever and uh, getting crazy things thrown at you just because we've experienced it all. But I think um, that's a like what you just said, I think that's just a compliment because when we started off, we started off strong and we already had, you know, a, got a big group of fans right off the rip and had a bunch of love from stations right off the rip. So it wasn't like we were behind the scenes or we were like touring in a van and, and just grinding for years and years and years and years and just finally hit it. It just, I think we got lucky right off the rip and, and just had a a straight up climb from the, from the, the start. So it does feel like, We've been around for a long time, but uh, but um, yeah, man, nine years. It's it's kind of hard to like, uh, you know, you think like high school, you're graduating senior. That's like you enter in sixth grade. You know, you know what I mean? Like just to put things in perspective, it's uh, weird to look back at some of the things we did when you know we were just kids. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's been a fun, fun almost decade. Near yeah, decade. I mean, obviously a decade. You've got plenty more decades to go. <laughs> Thank I you. mean where you are in the first nine years and 29 years from now, like, I mean, I know I'm jumping all over the place yeah. here, but 29 years from now, when everyone here at the show tonight or whatever it is, fans that are listening on whatever they're listening to it on, what do you hope that they remember 29 years from now? Like, I mean, is there oh, man. a song, a feel? Like, 
I mean, because music is just so different the way it's consumed today. Yeah, you know, it's right. it's singles and it's it's Spotify, it's right. not radio. But I understand that that stuff exists, you know. Right. But it's like it's consumed in that way. It's not as much the albums and vinyls and stuff like that. So do you hope you know that hope? I would imagine for you in 29 years that that super fan still has that CD or that vinyl still. Yeah, you know? man, I'm I'm a collector of things and vinyl is one of them and I, I hope that we have um, we have those fans that have been around for enough been along the ride to have you know every record we put out the physical stuff because I think that's just something different you know it's like uh, it's uh, not just listening to music it's having that little piece of art in your house and you know same with, with records for me that's like what it is like having a big collection and having some displayed on your house so you're just instead of just popping up Spotify to like go through the ritual of pulling out a record put it on the on the, the player, having it hooked up to your speakers and just, you know, when it gets halfway through, flipping it over, putting it, it's, it's like, uh, there's so, you know, you're doing more work for it and listening to it. So to have fans that go through our, that ride this ride with us, and then on top of that, instead of just coming out to the shows and throwing whatever playlist we're on, have a song or two on, to, to sit down and just listen to a full record, that, uh, that would be awesome. If we had, you know, our fans just kept doing that through the decades. Yeah, those, those, Albums that I'm sure you're the same. Like if I asked you, you know, pick that album that you're just like I can, I can picture the cover. Mm-hmm. I can put it on. And I can go track one through thirteen and just all of it. You yep. know, that's, yep. that's got to be what you inspire for. Absolutely, to have records that, what, no matter what we release, how we release it, records, EPs, singles, whatever. Is uh, just hoping that our fans see it for the, the bigger picture. And it's a, uh, it's a challenge, but it's it's a fun challenge to write things that. That can be taken just as as a as a call like piece of candy. You can just pick it up and you listen to it, and enjoy it. But then to be able to put it back and listen to it in a full piece of art the way we originally intended on, um, yeah, that's uh, just hope our hope our fans continue to do that because that's something special that I feel like gets lost on the newer generation of like TikTok and 15 seconds of fame and putting out a song and a song and just pushing that song and it just goes by the wayside. It, it's so, like nothing wrong with that, but um, I'd, I'd rather our fans be the ones that, you know, can uh, can digest it and, and live with it and grow that um, have that attachment to something like that. Yeah, you know? long haul. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it, it is. It's that fifteen seconds and on to the next thing. Yeah. But you know, you want hurricane and bad things to be something that in twenty nine years people will be like, <laughs> yeah, man, I remember where I was, what I was doing. Right. And yeah. You know? Absolutely. I, so, what did you grow up on? 80s, 90s, like what was your growing so, up music? So uh, I went to a private school until 8th grade. And when I switched over in the 8th grade, I met a friend who I, I just listened to one of my parents listened to. And then whatever was on the radio, that was like insane Backstreet Boys, Hansons and all that. But hey, uh, back. <laughs> <yes>. Hell yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, I remember, you know, my dad listening to like Led Zeppelin, Van Halen, you know, uh, David Lee Ralph and Sammy Hagar. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Things like Prince and Jethro Tull, I think that really developed my, my taste. But once my friend first gave me the Ride the Lightning record, uh, I, I was I was a metalhead. I, so, after that, it was that was it, man. It switched. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, 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 wait, you can do that? <laughs> you can do what they're doing? And then from there, it just was on to the next and heavier and heavier until I was like, okay, I feel at home. <laughs> so I, I can't remember if it was your Instagram or your Twitter page or X or whatever the hell it's called now. But one of them said, um, I like to scream, so now I'm in a band. Something, something oh, yeah, like yeah. Oh, man, what, what did it say? It was like, uh, 
I, I yell so I, I, <laughs> yes, I, I yell so much uh, I got put in a band or something. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you have to change that though, because now all of a sudden you're not just you're not yelling anymore. I mean, you're doing other things in the band now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, trying to trying to push the limits and the boundaries of what I Prevail sound is. You know, um, whether that's like bringing some new metal influence of like rapping or uh, electronic influence or even with vocals like sing a little bit or you know try and try new <laughs> all these people that are listening that don't really know metal and scream they're going to be like wait there's more than just one but like <laughs> trying different techniques of um like harsh vocals you know like yeah yeah just there's it's more than just like just one one path with it so yeah. i think trying to push it push the boundaries of what i prevail sound is early in our career set us up for to be able to do you know so many different things where you know it's not five records later and we're trying something new for the first time and our fans are like whoa pump the brakes like what are you doing you feel i feel alienated um i think it was very important for us to do right off the rip every record we tried something a little different a little different a little different Mm -hmm. you know well and i'll go back to bad things that's my personal favorite i mean that's where you know hearing you do your part in that i like i'll be honest at first i'm just like What's happening? And then I brought up the video. I'm like, oh, damn. Eric's, okay, this is good. I, I love the mashup of how you're doing your thing, and it comes in, and it's just like, this is a this is a cool mix of that. So, Thank like you. you said, changing it, pushing it. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, you could do whatever. Hey, this worked. Let's do it again and again and again. Exactly. But you're going to get bored with that. Absolutely. And then I feel like, uh, you know, you have the potential of fans growing out of it, or maybe it's not. It's not their thing, you know, 10 years later, and, and then you're kind of just stuck doing something that you don't feel true to yourself doing, you're, or maybe your fans start seeing through it. I, you know, it just, just, doesn't, just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem fun, you know, and I want to keep uh, – we're always having fun. I mean, 10 years yeah. into it, we're still having fun writing and creating, and I think that's, you know, that's the most important thing. I think people see through that when, when a band can just go up there and go, all right, we got to do this because this is what, what pushes the, the cart along. And, yeah. uh, no, nah, man, we just – you know, we write something, we're like, yo, that's sick. That's <laughs> yeah. sick. And then six months later, we're like, listen to the demos again. We're like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's still sick. All right, cool, let's keep moving with it. That's the real test, right? Yeah, exactly. Six, six months later, not not between now and whenever I'm on the tour bus, be like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's I think, uh, true power. Um, really, really shine. Because, uh, shown? Shine? Whatever. Shine? Shining? <laughs> why, it's, why it did its thing. <laughs> Is because uh, when the world shut down, we had nothing, no tour, nothing. We didn't know when we were going to go back on the road. We had two years to write this record, and uh, we would start something. And early on, we we're like, oh, let's just do some weird stuff. And some of that stuff ended up being like the outro to self destruction, and uh, just you know, you know, <laughs> f what you think you know. And uh, um, those songs really, really thrived because we got to try something weird and live with it for a few weeks, and then go back and visit, or rather than go. Okay, we got it done. Two weeks later, nah, we got to wrap it up. We got to get it on the record and go. You know, it, it got time to live and breathe and become what it what it is now. So, when you're out on tour like this, are you spending time on the bus, working on new stuff, or are you guys decompressing on the bus? Uh, on the yeah, it kind of depends. Uh, some days where it's like, especially during the tour, now we got our feet under us and feeling good, back in the groove, swing of things. Um, yeah, every now and then, we'll, you know, someone will have an idea that we want to get down or. Uh, Steve will have a guitar riff or something like that, or I'm feeling a, a vibe that I want to try and put down. Um, off day, hotel room, you know, back of the bus for a, a little bit. But um, 
there's no, at least not of, as of yet, there's no, like, serious intent to, like, all right, we got to write, we got we to put these things together. But it's fun to just not have, um, not have any guidelines or structure and just being like, let's just, let's just jam something today and see what yeah, comes yeah. of it and, and just live with it through the tour and the next tour. And then when we finally have time to sit at home, it's like, hey, let's go revisit that demo we wrote on, you know, a year ago and let's see if we can make that something. You right, know? sure, sure, sure. I mean, because I mean, I'm sitting here asking about like future music, but yeah. I mean, Deep End was just you know on the charts and did great. And yeah, I'm like, hey, what's next? What's next? You know, yeah. <laughs> us radio guys are always like, what's next? Oh yeah, <laughs> we're used to it. <laughs> <laughs> but I should ask. I mean, are you planning on what's next, or are you just right now just touring? You know, loving what you're doing. I think if we weren't planning what's next to a certain degree, we would not be doing our jobs. You know, like uh, obviously we got you know tours and international tours and stuff coming up and we got you know some downtime in the winter and then the rest of the year is almost you know pretty much planned out um so to plan things ahead just to make sure you know the cart's still on the track and and being creative and flexing that muscle and thinking like what's next i think all of that's important you know there it it is important to sit sit back and just enjoy and the ride and enjoy where we're where we're at right now but at the same time i think it's also important to keep those muscles flex you know like keep getting reps in working on something it's it's kind of like it's kind of like being an athlete in some regards you know you got to flex that brain that creative creative part of your brain every now and then and um yeah i think that's very important so that's you know do that a little bit and then you know go get drinking whiskey and chill on the back of the bus later (laughs) Uh, a couple more things and i'll let you get going for sure um so you like to go back and just give random facts to the drummer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you plan them ahead of time, or is it just you, moments before going on say, look up something on Google? Yeah, I, in the beginning, it was, uh, Gabe had his uh, his cameras. He's got a drum beats online. This is a uh, business. He's got a drum school online, obviously. And uh, he uh, had his camera set up to do some playthroughs. And I was like, I know he's got his in-ears, so he can't hear anything I'm saying. But his cameras are all in, so I thought it'd be funny if I just go up and yell something at him, and he won't know what it is until later when he's editing. Sure. And then he put together that first video. Uh, and then from then, uh, anytime I see or hear like a ridiculous fact or something, I'll put in my notepad. And then every now and then, when I know there's he's filming, I'll I'll you know brush up on the fact and go yell at him during the set. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, if he's if he's filming tonight, you want to throw a Quad Cities fact at him. Yeah. You can throw that Walt Disney actually once applied for a job here okay. and was turned down. Oh, really? So if the, I, I don't remember the name of the company, but yeah. if the company would have hired Walt Disney, Walt Disney no would have never World. existed. Wow. Walt Disney would have never existed, but somebody in the Quad City is like, nah, you're not good enough, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 they saw that he had something better, you know? Right. Yeah. They, saw, they yeah. saw the what was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, last thing, so I think the way a lot of people, and especially me, discovered you guys was Blank Space. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the one for me that I was like, what is this, and why is this the greatest thing I've ever heard? I mean, it was just one of those things, I'm like, took something so light and innocent and poppy and just made it what I felt. I'm like, this is great. When you still get people coming up to you today and going like, man, I discovered you off of that, you go, oh, God, I've done so much since then? Or do you go, man, that's awesome. I'm glad that still lives on as one of our cores. It's, uh... I mean, it's uh depends. I, I feel like if uh, someone comes up like, man, I've been listening since this, it's like, wow, you've been here taking the ride with us. That's awesome. 
But when uh, I sit down, that's all you got to talk about. It's like, man, you know, we put out a few records before. I've been to Australia. I've been all over the world. I've uh, we got two Grammy noms on other things. Like, is there anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. But that's why I think it's it's uh, it's nice to hear when someone's like, hey, I just want to say like I've, I've heard this song and I've been here this whole ride. That just that's cool. That's like, damn, you 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 really been listening to us for nine years. That's that's awesome. It's yeah. a huge huge compliment to us yeah i mean you've got carrie underwood as a fan you've got, <laughs> yeah. you've got fans everywhere doing all sorts of things man. life's wild man <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make sense <laughs> no, it doesn't. and like you said enjoy the ride right yes yes yeah, whether it's carrie or some guy like me saying that's how i discover you whatever enjoy it all bro i appreciate that yeah. man no i love what you guys are doing and looking forward to seeing you tonight and appreciate you taking some time thank man. you of course yeah. man thanks Absolutely. for having me yeah no appreciate it